What is the difference between being punk and being a punk? We are here to talk some punk rock, some music comics. Punk culture, DIY shit, anything we want to talk about. That's that's what fascinates Give me everything. Absolutely everything. I find that, that music and comics have always been intertwined. Muck spout. Chicks okay. dig it. Don't worry. <laughs> Hey, welcome to Muck Spout Podcast. Uh, today we are talking punk news, uh, punk adjacent news, new releases um, with our friends from That's Good Enough For Me. We have Jeff and Dan. Hello. And uh, Ben's with me and I'm Eric. So there's our... Morning. <laughs> Thank you. Now <laughs> it's all you guys. <laughs> Well, uh, once again, thanks for having us. As uh, people who saw us uh, at the end of April uh, may have recalled, I was in a closet at the time. Now we're kind of in a new place, but not really settled in. And this may not even be where my computer goes. So I have my kind of camera is mounted on something right now, but it may not be where I want it to go either. So we'll see where that ends up. But uh, we're starting along for that journey. Yeah, I know. I know. It's been a quite a, quite a good one, uh, and and I'm here with Dan, my writer, my one of my reviewers, one of my good friends for close to three decades now. Uh, yep, Dan, former roommate. Uh, where are you located, Dan? Uh, I'm in the Charlotte area now. Um, been been all over the country though. I live with Jeff in the the Midwest, and then. Uh, Feedback there. Uh, and then I live in LA area for like 18 years. And now I'm in Charlotte. Area, so. Yeah, he, he actually switched over from the West Coast to the East Coast while, uh, while we were still in England. And then we were in New Jersey for a bit. And then we switched over to the, to the West Coast. So it's like we, we haven't seen each other, even though at one point we were like. 10 hours away from each other by car and it just didn't work out because there's a pandemic in the way yep yeah <laughs> i heard about that yeah it's, i heard it goes around you know catch around yeah um, yeah so we've uh we're obviously we're starting a bit uh, a bit later this month uh it is now the 11th and the idea was to kind of have these at the end of each month but you know two weekends ago it was the uh, memorial day weekend and then last weekend was a big part of our move so we're we're Mucks about people are happy to have us come in at any point. That's why we're here uh, right now today. And we're going to just kind of dive in with the news of, of basically May and, and probably a lot of June that we've had so far. And I think uh, one of the things that I really wanted to bring up was there's been a lot of health scares in the mm -hmm. punk scene lately. Um, the first of which is, is Mike Ness, uh, longtime social distortion. Uh, he's got tonsil cancer uh, and is currently in treatment yeah. for that. It's uh, I, I, the last update I saw, I wasn't sure if he had started his chemotherapy yet uh, or not, but uh, you know, they're, they're recording up to the day before he started treatment from what I saw. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're all getting old and I guess that kind of happens. Mm -hmm. I, I know enough cases of it happening even when you're young, but right. I guess he kind of dodged that bullet for a bit. Uh, you know, I said, so we, we, as you'll see, we'll be saying to a lot of people today, uh, we wish him well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Kinda... <laughs> well, I know all the people in the Mux, in the Mute Sounds community and the Muxpec community will be uh, uh, yeah. sending their thoughts uh, his way. Um, you know, cancer is uh, not discriminatory. It it uh, chooses whoever it chooses. So, so I don't know, council cancer, recovery. like, where does that fall as far as like, I don't know, the word seriousness is probably isn't appropriate, but like, you know, there's different cancers are a little scarier than others. Do we know, anybody know anything about tonsil cancer? Like, I know it's got to be especially scary for a singer. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, sure. it's, it's, I think as with any cancer, you know, the, the biggest fear is whether or not it's localized 
to where yeah. it originated or if it has you know spread and uh but even that you know like if i don't have my tonsils out right <laughs> right now i'm like maybe i should <laughs> you know maybe just to mm-hmm. dodge that bullet uh that particular bullet um but i you know it's like a, to be fair and to be honest i like i do have a tonsil issue that they're kind of in the midst of seeing what's going on one of mine's just gotten bigger than the other but it's not malignant and it's not cancer but it's just like now i'm like maybe you guys should just take it out like you mentioned earlier so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens with that but uh for mike we we hope the best and uh, he said there's there's new music they got working on he's from the statements uh, on multiple uh, news sources he definitely seems positive about the prognosis and we we hope it is uh, all good yeah. well that's what punk is right you got to be fearless gotta be fearless hope for the best and now to bring everyone down even more dan has oh hooray <laughs> yeah so one of my favorite bands uh, i even have a shirt sleeve that i got at a concert um just to sleep i don't have the rest of the shirt uh leg wagon now discount or what what's that was it cheaper to just uh, they, they were tossing them out and i reached up and you know grabbed the the, the sleeve and everyone tried to pull it from me and all i ended up with just the sleeve but it has the logo on it so i still wear it you know yeah. he, he has, he has uh, yeah. had that since i've known him so that's yeah. <laughs> that's awesome so uh, they announced that they had unfortunately canceled their uh uh, Canadian round of their tours uh, due to Joey Cape. It's undisclosed, you know, what what the illness is, but he said he's going to need surgery and quite a bit of a recovery time. So, uh, you know, I don't know if that's going to affect. I know they're going to go to Aust- Australia and New Zealand later in like October, November. I don't know if, what kind of recovery time he needs or what the issue is, but, uh, you know, doesn't sound good for for Joey. He said basically, uh, you know, he's uh, he's broken and falling apart. Yeah, I think mean, yeah, I like how like he the way he brings it up is just say like you know, two decades ago, we plus we wrote a song falling apart, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Now it's it's actually happening, so it's like right. yeah, uh, but it's like as once again age. So uh, once again. Uh, everyone at that's good enough for me wishes joy yeah <laughs> the best and speedy recovery so we can uh we can get back to the shows one thing i, I felt kind of bad about um was that I, I saw some of the online comments and and like even with his statement that he was not well and there was something going on some people were all just oh they've canceled again oh you know and it's just like come on man it's like let the guy get better. He's he's in his fifties now, pushing sixty. Yeah. Uh, you know, every show has its asshole at it, so they just now they get to be on the internet when we're not at the shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This statement I thought was really was really well written. Though it was, it was a very meaty statement. It made me think about every, whenever I hear um, Goldfinger Superman, like it relate. Like, it's so relatable now that I'm older. And I, I always think about like how like yeah when they wrote that song they were like late teens early twenties like how did they they're, write they're, that song then? Yeah, they're twelve. They're all right. like 12, eleven and twelve years old. Like you're no Superman. Yeah. So like and when I thought about that song, I was like, yeah, like man, he was funny how like that. Well, not funny, but it's just right. like tapped into something. Like when you're older, it's like wow. Yeah, really definitely. Like, yeah, and uh, and and not and not as much medical news because I think we're done with medical news. But we have a really big announcement for the scene uh, earlier this week. Uh, Derek Grant announced he will be uh, stepping aside as drummer for Alkaline Trio. He's been he's the third uh, drummer of the band, uh, the longest running, of course, by a long shot of 22 years. And uh, you know, has been a big part of of what has made their sound as they grew in popularity. Uh, and I I know from the scene and from a, a lot of bands I talked to, he really has been leaning a lot into the production side and being on, on the back end of things. And you know, it seems like he's made this decision for both his health and his mental well being to to step away from being on stage, if you will. 
I was always surprised well, by this one because I don't feel like they tour very often. So, like that. It, oh no, I, but uh, yeah, but I guess like maybe, maybe being on the most recent tour, you know, may have been when he was just like, well, you know, thanks, but it's time for me to step aside. You know, yeah, I can't even imagine being in the same music project for 22 years consistently, like playing tour after tour after tour with the same dudes. No, no disrespect to my bandmates. I just can't imagine it because I like I just found people that I wanted to do that with. You know what I mean? All right. So like 22 years at some point, I'm going to be like, you know what? I just want to I'm going to try some country for a while, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Some of, the, some of the jokes that have been going around um, are, are, of course, uh, Josh Freeze is, is yeah. going to become the next drummer. Um, right, because he's everybody's drummer. Yeah. He's everybody's drummer. Uh, that's big news. Josh Freeze is now the drummer of Foo Fighters. Yeah. What really yeah, got great. me, though, is they're like, they're like, oh, Josh Freeze, he's been this session drummer for decades. Like, all of these big acts he worked with. And then, like, at the very end, it's like the Vandals. And it's right. like, he, yeah, but he's like, He's been the Vandals drummer for over 30 years. I mean, like, yeah, but session drummer. He's on every studio album. <laughs> it's just further proof that real punk is still not, uh, like, given credit in mainstream. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And the Vandals, I guess. You know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I, I kind of cracked. I was texting with some buddies, and I'm like, you know what they should do is, is Alkaline Trio should just kind of like go full Ouroboros all the way around. Like they should bring Mike Felmley back in for a couple years, yeah. and then like end out with Glenn Porter. Glenn Porter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and just be like, I'm like, okay, we're done. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like it's a, it's big news. Um, you know, he's obviously made the decision that's best for him. And, you know, it's, it's not like he's not busy with all this, you know, all this production work and he's really been stepping up. Uh, so I think, uh, I think we'll be hearing more of his output if it's not him playing drums. And I'm sure he might find another project if he wants to maybe jam around a bit on, like, once a musician, mm -hmm. you don't really want to step away that often. So, right. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, kind of like slightly similar news, similar news of someone starting a thing. So a while ago, people may remember this, like all of a sudden, Polly Van Dam just kind of slipped out of the side, out of the bomb pops. She was just like off the side. It was kind of mysterious for a while. There, and then she was on uh, Jughead's podcast. Uh, she explained a lot of the reasoning, but she's been playing like kind of like with other bands for a bit. She's announced a new uh, three-member band of herself called the Polly Van Dam Band. Uh, and uh, so we're hopefully hear more from them uh, soon and uh, she's a great person i met her uh, when they played in london um, and i interviewed the guys in the band back in like 2018 2017 and uh she's, she's a great person and uh, i really hope for the best and i'm looking forward to what is going to come from her band as well i always love the bomb pops logo yeah. great for stickers and stuff like that Oh, definitely. Yeah, good branding there. Yeah, good branding. I think, yeah, they have some great branding. And the music is good. <laughs> but, yeah. Fun, catchy punk. We'll, uh, we'll see where that all goes. And, cool. Uh, yeah. so, uh, I'm always excited when uh, when a musician who has uh, a little bit of experience on, on the road and in the songwriting uh, realm starts a new thing. I'm always like, are they going to keep it consistent? Are they going to jump off the road? What's going to happen next? I'm always excited yeah. to see well, where, it's where it develops, she, you know? Yeah, she. I mean, she said that she would be playing some of her bomb pop songs uh, in the band, and then there would be original material, too. So cool. I, I would imagine, like, but she's. She, it's like she's got an open road in front of her. I mean, like, just she doesn't have to lock into, like, just the bomb pop style. She can do right. those songs and still explore so much more. And I know she's got the chance to do it. So I'm excited, I'm happy, and uh, looking forward. Um, yeah, so this, uh, I think that's all we got for individual people. We've got health scares and people leaving bands, people starting new bands. But we've had some great music over the past month uh, or so. Uh, and so each of us, like obviously we have our own interests uh, that we bring to TGEFM. And so we like to just want to talk about some of the big bands, some of the little bands that we've, uh, we've had releases from. I think Dan's going to start us here. 
Yeah, there was one, one band I really wanted to mention. I told Jeff I'd come on this because I just want to talk about band Doki Doki. If you haven't heard them yet, their album came out uh, actually a little while ago, back like April 25th on Asian Man Records. But I absolutely love them. They're like this raw, distorted, like garage punk. Um, it's a female-fronted band, and she's Benjamin. They might like it because she's a drummer, and she's lead, she does the lead vocals. Um, Very cool. I don't, I don't know if you guys have heard them. They're no. Fantastic. They have some great videos. They have a video where they're just playing in a van where the van's driving around and all kind of play. They have another video where Logan, the guitarist, is like uh, in the Asian man garage, just packing records the whole video and singing. Um, so the videos are great. The band is great. It's, I discovered this one through through uh, that's good enough for me. Had never even heard of them. And they're fairly new, and I just, they're my new favorite band of 2023 so far. So. Very cool. Yeah, it's got uh, one of the sisters from Dog Party, and we'll be touching on that again later. Uh, I think someone from the Moore family family band, and basically they just got together because they're all part of the same scene. You know, like uh, you know, they're on uh, they're on Asian Man Records. Right, they're pulling a Roadrunner kind of, right? Yeah. And Remember when Roadrunner put out those albums where they have like different members from different bands come together and create some new shit? Yeah, like just getting together and see what happens. Um, yeah, I think so. We did a, I think, a, a Bad Dad, one of our editors, did a roll of the dice interview with one of them. Um, and I think that the name literally comes from like Mike Park just kind of dropped it on him. Like, Doki Doki like, was, it means like heartbeat or something like that. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's, the, it's the Japanese literate like sound for like heartbeat, like the word they use. Oh, cool. Um, so it's a uh, it's it's really great. Uh, it's fun stuff, and uh, yeah, I, I second Dan. You should like people should check them out if they haven't already. Mike Park um, curates a really great label, so he he cool. does, and it's like he he's it's great because like every everyone I've like spoken to, it really seems like there is just like this camaraderie and family to it to a lot of the people in yeah. the bands on the label and that's how you can pull off like all of them just kind of getting together and do this band and fun stuff um, yeah like um even like we actually we probably should have been talking about this today but uh the electron uh mass Cuba's yeah new release um like he could have gone to anybody with that like he just came hot off of a blink alkaline trio is still hot like he could have put out a new band with a new and gone with any record label and Really, always do things like that with Asian man. Like, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, we, we actually uh, tomorrow we'll be posting a review on that. My guy got it to me in the middle of our, our move from the tenth place to here, and I like I just completely like just like. So he messaged me the other day. He's like, "Did you happen to see that?" And I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so, so we do have a review coming out on it. Uh, be um, so yeah, and we'll, so we'll jump from uh, one D band to another D band. Uh, so this is this is near and dear to my heart. The Dead Note. Uh, they came out with their uh, new studio album, Quaker City Quiet Pills. Uh, I got to interview Joe, uh, guitarist for that. I did the review for it. I've been listening to the album for about a month. Um, Dead Milkman go way back for me because one of like the first like alternative or punk music I ever really had a copy of was my friend made me a copy of M.O.D., USA for M.O.D., on one side of the tape, and Dead Milkman's Big Legend in the Backyard on the other. And I've been a fan ever since. Like, this is like 30 plus years. So it's great, really great to listen to it. It's a fun album. It really calls back to like the earlier work uh, and sound and everything. And uh, there's just some really funny songs on it. And, uh, and it's good stuff. I wrote a review on it. People can find it on the website. I like it. Didn't you have a note on the side of your head or something at one point? I I, I did uh, one time. I uh, we went to the show. We actually shaved. We reverse it so like we cut around it, and so dead milkman was sticking out of my head, and then we painted it blue. I went to the show. <laughs> so yeah, the first song on the uh, on the new album cracked me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, if, if like. So it, it, we're going to talk about our Spotify mix to, later on, but the song I put on is for the new song is uh, is uh, how do you even exist? 
and it's it's one of the spoken word songs and it's about like being pissed at someone at the restaurant because the person's like like just that type of like who once they get up to the counter like at a, even a fast food or semi-fast food restaurant then takes 10 minutes to figure out what they want like you make that decision for beforehand or you know like is, is this is this fair trade it's like shut up just eat the food you know <laughs> like you should know this before getting to the restaurant so like one of the lines in that song just made me laugh out loud and it's just definitely people should check it out if you haven't heard it. that's awesome yeah. i'd like to circle back for a moment though how long did it take to shave the dead milkman into the back of your head <sighs> it took a while it yeah took a while. um we might even still have a photo of it somewhere but it was like it was like you know like clippers my friends going at it so it's like then scissors and it, it, it took a long time but it worked <laughs> nice. like, now, mind you, like this is this is like 1990, 91. Right. So I don't remember how long it was. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you didn't time I mean, it? No, no, we didn't know. We, uh, you didn't put it on Facebook? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it, let's be fair. Was Zuckerberg even alive then? <laughs> <laughs> or was he built yet? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have the technology yet for a Zuckerberg. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like data lore before Zuckerberg, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, so we go from another long-running band to another long-running band, Dan? Yeah, I think you guys talked about it last time. Uh, Rancid came out with their new album. Um, first album since, like, 2017. Um so yeah, if you are a Rancid fan, they don't departure too much from you know the what they've done before. It's it's a it's a it's a Rancid album. Um, I really like it though. I feel it kind of kind of goes back a little bit. Like it kind of reminds me of like Outcome the Wolves. Kind of uh, there's there's no ska in this album. It's it's a lot more just you know all the different kind of punk genres that you know that that uh, Rancid does. Um, I guess they're saving their ska for what is it for doom regulator stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, I really like it. It's, 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 I think better than the last few albums they put out. Um, you know, I, I, it's nothing, you know, mind blow. They didn't like departure too much and they're going to blow your mind or anything. But if you, if you're a fan of older, older rancid, meaning, you know, 2000 era or late nineties, I think you really like this new album. Yeah, as a rancid fan, it's um, I felt that's the way I felt that it fit, fit in with those like first few albums, um, mm. and for me, that's what I want to hear. I mean, I, yeah. I like newer stuff too. I've liked everything they've done pretty mm. much, um, but it's that's like the stuff that really got me into them, and uh, it sounded amazing to me. I'm gonna be honest, uh, I don't really listen to rancid. <laughs> I found that there's like kind of. I don't like to generalize too much, but there's kind of like two kind of emotions that people look for in punk rock. Like if when they're young and they get into punk rock, there's one or two emotions that kind of drives them. And it's like either the the fun or the rage. I was definitely in the rage category. And when I listened to Ranted, I was like, they're yeah. not angry, angry enough. They're having too much fun. Yeah, they got more, <laughs> more like sing along kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like when a when a good rancid song comes on, I'll sing along for sure. Um, but yeah, I just never bought their albums, never got into uh never been to a show. I'm sure they put on a killer show though. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I, I got there like I, I way back when I got like their first not the first one. I got the I got the rancid album. Like mm -hmm. the the guy with a gun yeah. pointing at you. Um and that was just all punk. That was just mm -hmm. like and I was like, wow, this is like these like these guys, oh, the Operation Heavy guys are like this is straight like, punk this is great. I love it. And then like, you know, like Let's Go came out and I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. And then like I didn't even hear anything from Outcome from the Wolves, but I heard Ruby Soho and I'm like, this is such a <laughs> Tim Time Bomb's gonna beat me up. But like this is such a manufactured song. Mm. It was like it for me it was just like it's like let's have Tim like kind of gravely mumble over something and see how quickly we can get to that great chorus that they put together, which is super, right. it's super catchy. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, like yeah, that's sure. really catchy. But it's like it's like it's like it's like let's see how quickly they can get to that and play it over 
because it's such a good one. And I was like, ah, then after that, I didn't even really listen to a Rancid album until this one. Mm-hmm. And I like it. I like it. It's, it really calls back to that early stuff, like people say. Um, I think maybe it's 16 songs. It's like four songs too long. Mm-hmm. I could have, I could, it could have been a little bit more concise, I think. They're short songs. Yeah. yeah. Most but of them are less than two minutes. Yeah. How many, how many of them can you fit in November rain? That's the question. Um, but it's like, a, that's, it's a, that's an ongoing TGFM thing. It's like when a song is really short, you see how many like times you can fit it in November rain. Uh, but it's like, uh, uh, but yeah, so it's like, yeah, I like it. It was, you know, I, I haven't bought an album of theirs in like 25 years. And yeah, I like it. I like storytellers, and I think Tim Armstrong is a really good storyteller. I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. My favorite like songwriters are like Blake Swarzenbach, um, Josh Caterer, um, Tim Armstrong. Like they're all very, very strong in the storytelling. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? The Weaker Vins. I did the last oh. one. I couldn't forget someone's name. I couldn't remember the name. Um, yeah, that's matter. another band I never really listened to. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I missed a lot of the old school stuff, like the the stuff that I was big when I was growing up. I I was anti hype when I was a kid, uh, and yeah. so when people were like, "Oh man, you gotta listen to punk rock," I was like, "I won't listen to any punk rock." So I got into it a little late, and because of that, I didn't have the same, like, you know, I didn't have my friends flooding me with new stuff all the time, and so I had to curate a little more carefully, and yeah, there's a bunch of stuff I missed. Yeah, yeah I got into Rancid right before Let's Go came out, or right when it came out. I saw them for the first time live, I don't know, I was probably like 17 or 18, and after they got big and started on MTV, a lot of people were like, oh, they you know, they're sold out or whatever, and they stopped liking them. Like, uh, but I, I fell in love with them right away, and I was like, they weren't big yet. So, you know, I, that's... Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I've always felt like, what difference does it make whether they're on TV or they're, um, you know, just... Yeah. I saw them play at a... Between 10 friends. 18 yeah. and over, like, all-ages place where the stage was so small to the ceiling that... Their mohawks are hitting the roof and they fight out a cover charge, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Popping the lights. Sparks <laughs> <laughs> coming down. Yay! Uh, so, yeah, so uh, so we're going to go from, from big band, probably the biggest band on, on the list, to, uh, to Tightwire. Uh, Tightwire plays like this kind of, uh, you know, like this catchy Ramones core. Uh, pop punk, uh, think like, you know, uh, Screeching Weasel or Teenage Bottle Rocket, but like, with like they have their own style, like they have a thing to them, and they've uh, they've loaded up with uh, Noelle, who's uh, she's played in a whole bunch of different bands. Um, I first saw her playing with when from the Murder Burgers when Fraser came over, but he was uh, obviously couldn't bring the full band from Scotland to fill in. But it's like it's like an excellent album. There's so much energy to this band, um, and I just I just from start to finish, like you're just gonna listen to this album. You're just gonna smile. It's well written, well composed, which you wouldn't think because like a lot of these Ramones core bands, basically, it's like a you know one <laughs> one trick pony. Right. But, uh, but if you can do something different within that subgenre, you're really gonna nail it. And so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Toby and Red Scare got a copy of this to my guy Jared, who is currently on tour. He plays guitar for uh, for American Television out of DC, but he also writes reviews for us. And he he just like him and I were just texting back and forth on our back end channel. Was like, why is this so good? And he's like, I don't know. This is like, I, this is just great. This is the great stuff. So he wrote a review. It's really good. And. Uh, once again, this is one of the smaller bands, uh, but if you if you do have a chance, check them out. Tight Wire, uh, you know, it's just it's a head full of snakes. The new album, great stuff. I've seen them like mentioned all over the place recently, like in my social feeds, um, and I think it's kind of like Ben. I was kind of like, man, everybody's talking about them. I'll, I'll check yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I no, think, no. but um, 
Today I actually played a little bit while I was putting the other graphics for the show. Because uh, they're going to be at Riot Fest, so I was thinking about checking them out anyways. Uh, and uh, I liked it. Yeah, and I was I was really uh, I was really excited also because uh, in the build up to the album they uh, they swung down to Thumbs live from the rock room. Okay. Uh, you know, in studio performances, and so they've uh, they've released I think two of them so far, and uh, it's just like even in that studio, like they it just sounds good. They play their songs tight. They know what they're doing. It's just. You know, this is a band that's firing on all cylinders right now, and uh, they deserve the accolades that they should be getting. Right, yeah. Well, first of all, killer name. It's just brilliant. Says it all. Yeah. Uh, and like, if they can, if if they can have an energy that matches the name, they'll they'll go places. That's all you need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is there is there like a prevailing message that uh, comes across, or is it just the vibe that that uh, is it's, singing to people? It's the vibe. I mean, you know, they. It's. I don't know if there's a prevailing message as much as it's it's really, like we talked about songwriters and the songwriting here. Like the songs mean things. Like, you know, they're not just like dumb one two. And not to knock the genre, but like I because I, I love Ramones Core. It's fun. Mm, who doesn't? If you don't, you're dead inside. Um, but <laughs> but it's like you know, there's there's a, there's like they they're not just writing songs just for fun and pop. They're, the songs are they're, they're stuff there. They've got substance. The music is just filling it in and bringing a whole package to life uh, across right. the album. So uh, definitely, it's good. Very cool. Not increase. I'm just kidding. Um, all right. So, uh, so next up, uh, I think Dan just dropped a review on this band on the page. I think we published it on Friday, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, the album came out Friday. Oh, um, I know those people. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Hell I was, yeah. I love I that, that cover. I wasn't yeah, that familiar. I'm not going to listen to them though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I filmed a show with them last year. Uh, for uh, uh, like a festival called Bitch Fest. No, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and they were fantastic. I think they I have a horn that. section. Yeah. They have a horn section in the band. Uh, maybe on some of their songs, but they have some mm. keys. I don't yeah. know if they have horns though. Oh, okay. I think I remember a horn being on stage at the time. Maybe, maybe that's. I, they're all blurring I, together. It was a festival. I could be <laughs> mistaken, but I think like there's kind of like this like rolling. So yeah, like musicians who may like show up with the band. Some of the oh, musicians cool. play multiple instruments. Yeah. So it could be. So, yeah, I wasn't that familiar with with Amy Gaba, and then other than I heard her on some Mikey and his Uke, like some of those cover versions. And I think she does like an ACDC cover or something that was like blown away by her vocals. So it just yeah. popped up for review, and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna check it out, and I really liked it. It it's definitely not just punk or just ska it's like it's rock based is what i would say but there's like mm. some country and some blues and like some reggae and some some punk rock and some like it's every song is like kind of a little different and they say there's a bunch of different musicians from bands from like real big fish suburban legends um interrupters big d and the kids table uh no effects a bunch of different like uh you know collaborators kind of do the the musical part and her vocals though are just amazing like her vocals i just can't stop talking enough about it but there's a, definitely some some real like kind of a melodic punk songs and a couple of that i consider ska they're kind of reggae sounding but uh yeah it was pretty good i was i was really into it yeah and yeah. that cover yeah, uh, amazing i love the energy in that cover yeah. yeah colors and everything is that, i do want to say i don't know where they're going around right now or where they're traveling to where they're playing but if you can see a live show with them amazing there you go it's uh i agree with dan it's a. Uh, it, it's like there's a lot of multi-genre there and you can like i take it as like a good sign when you see so many guests musicians showing up to like contribute to someone's album. I mean, it, it shows 
not only that they like they have faith in what is being put out, but also they like you know they probably want to lift this band and this person higher up than they than they've gotten so far, um, and it's it's definitely deserved. Um, good album, good review. Uh, go to TGEFM and read it, guys. <laughs> Those clicks. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so from there, um, maybe not the the most famous band, although they've been around not for a while. Um, Snuff is another band that I've I've listened to for an incredibly long time. Um, I've seen them a couple times only in the UK um, when I was living there for five years. Uh, they've just released by a Spam Records. Spam is Stefan Dehan, who uh, used to be part of the Fat Records. If I understand correctly. Part of the Fat Records Europe division, but then when like they closed that down, he just opened up his own, used his experience, and started his own label. And he puts out like cool. a whole bunch of bands, a whole bunch of great music, a big festival. So he's been releasing some of the snuff albums for a while, and this one has the cumbersome name of "Give It a Go If You Think You're Rahman Enough." Um, and uh, I love that so, name. Yeah, they they just always most of the albums have such a long long names, and you got to truncate it. But what it is, is they've, they've selected 10 of their songs um, ranging from, uh, from 1997 to Tweet Tweet, My Lovely, all the way up to their most recent album. It's all in Italian, Crepuscula, blah, blah, Dorado, blah, 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 something or other. It's got another long name. It's in Italian, so I can't even say it. Um, and they, they play them acoustic, which, you know, oh, cool. sometimes may seem like a cop out. You know, okay, you're going to do an acoustic album, huh? But, it, it, you know, when stuff does a melodic song, it is, it is memorable and it's, it sounds good. And when they've kind of reinvented these tracks acoustically, they didn't just like, hey, we're just going to unplug it and play it acoustically. They reimagined the songs. There's instruments that don't normally show up. There's violins, cello, harmonicas, in addition to the normal Hammond organ and the trombone, trumpet and everything. Um, and it's just, I've been listening to a lot in the car and it's, it's just good stuff. And, uh, some of the songs reimagined, slowed down and, and turned into acoustic, um, for me, took on a different meaning. Like you, you imagine these songs as stories and you begin to imagine who's singing it and why. And so all of a sudden my whole vision of who's, who's singing this song, the story teller has been subverted to a different person <clears throat> and it's that good. So uh, and I think the band commented that it should be uh, live on streaming services today. It came out on Friday. Yeah, I couldn't find it earlier on Spotify yet. <clears throat> yeah, so that's 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 one of the things about them that they tend to do is they tend to really lean into uh, into the physical releases at first, and so streaming comes out soon. So if you're not in the UK or, or Europe and can't get a copy, it will be out soon. The uh, the second song on the album, one of these day, one of those days, is streaming um, streaming services. Then still for a month, it was the only single they released prior to the album. So you can listen to that, and hopefully soon it will be out. Very cool. And uh, yeah, is that all for our album releases? Dan, are you going to speak on Fishbones? Yeah, I don't know if you want to touch on Fishbones. It was just a an EP they released. It wasn't a full length album, but the the big thing about this album was that four of the original six members of, of Fishbone uh, were back on this. So it's the most closest to the original Fishbone in a long, long time. Um, and uh, you know, Fat Mike actually uh, produced this album and wrote one of the songs uh, called. Uh, strange fruit. So that, that was kind of a neat little collaboration, you know, between Fat Mike and, and Fishbone. Um, it's just a short EP, but I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was, and it had a little more of a mix with the, especially with the Fat Mike No Effects collaboration song. Um, I don't know if anybody else heard it. Yeah. yeah. No, not yet. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get much of a chance to, to listen to it. Uh, so I, I I take Dan's word. Uh, 
but I, I, I mean to. It's just been such a hectic time. <laughs> Honestly, I came here to be educated. So, uh, yeah, I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, moving on from, from new releases we've had uh, recently, we're going to going to talk a little bit about some new singles and videos that bands have, uh, have released. I don't have graphics for these. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I don't know. Uh, the first is, uh, is uh, as I said, we talked about Dog Party earlier. One of the members is in Doki Doki. Well, there's also a new act together. It's like an all-female collective called We Are Radio Noise. The S in noise is the dollar symbol. Um, they're on Epitaph, and they just released their first song. And it is essentially members of the like kind of pop punk band Mobile who got together recently to kind of like reformation, and it kind of snowballed into a bunch of other musicians joining in, including members of Tsunami Bomb, Red Five, um, both the sisters from Dog Party, which is a two two person band, anyways. And so they released a new um, new track, which is actually an altered version of the Bouncing Souls song Mantham. It's called Woman Thumb, Woman Thumb, if you will. Um, it's a, it's on streaming services. It's on uh, YouTube. Look it up. It's uh, it's really catchy, and I like what they're doing. And uh, hopefully, we'll have more from them soon. I mean, obviously, they got into Epitaph right away, just through the, the concept and, and who they are and numbers. So uh, it's a good thing, I think. And. Um, Speaking of female fronted act, also Doghouse Rose out of uh, Canada. I think they're from Ontario. Ben, have you heard of them? Uh, I haven't. Okay. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> you don't know everybody? <laughs> We've yeah. probably met. I, uh, I'll shout you out as soon as I recognize you. I mean, let, let's, let's, let, let's be fair. I mean, Canada's a big place. It, yeah, and Ontario is the second biggest in it. So yeah, so you can't run into everyone everywhere. But nobody lives um, on the two thirds above the. <laughs> yeah, not many. I mean, you know, you know, you get up to Tuck to Yuck Tuck, and like that's it, right? Mm -hmm, um, pretty much. But it's a uh, uh, so it's a female fronted pop punk energetic band. Um, they released a, a song "Jacob Sweater" in May. A new video it is what it is uh just a couple of days ago from their new album uh, called unlearn which is out the 30th of this month uh, on stomp records it's a uh, going back to talking about like things like the bomb pops and things like that like that uh, that first bomb pops album uh, and uh, was really high energy this reminds me of it it's really catchy it's really fun um, it sounds good slickly produced uh it's a uh, I think it's a band to check out and keep your eyes on. Uh, I don't know if anyone else had a chance to check that out. No. Not yet. Then I guess I'll keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next up is the band uh, Shitty Half Pipe. Great name. All... Sorry, can, can you repeat that? I want to make sure I got that right. Shitty Half Pipe. As in, okay. I, I am on a shitty half pipe. I just um, built a quarter okay. pipe, so I really like the name. But mine's mine's nice, but yeah. <laughs> Actually, the I, fine I line though between nice and shitty. So. Yeah. So they've uh, they've been playing uh, playing around for a bit, um, and uh, then they kind of like kind of disappeared for a while, and they just popped up with their new song "Shitty Half Pipe," so eponymous song from their upcoming album uh, "No Comply." It's a debut LP, which is out the 22nd of July. Uh, this is a this is a, another one of those songs. Uh, I think you can fit about almost eight of them into one November rain. It's a little <laughs> over a minute long. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's this great, fast uh, punk, really punk. Um, and it is once again, full of energy, which is kind of one of the things I like. And uh, yeah, I think people should check that out. That it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, and oh, yeah, did you have something to say? No, no just nope. shitty half pipe. Yeah. Everyone just say everyone all at once. Just say shitty half pipe. Yeah. Shitty half pipe. Shitty, shitty half, half pipe. There you go. See. <laughs> 
we, we're, we'd make a great band. Got <laughs> 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 that timing down. So the, uh, I call drums. <laughs> I, I can't play anything. <laughs> Eric's here with four guitars. He doesn't know what to do with. <laughs> Takes one of them out. He's let loose. Right. Um, oh. so, uh, <laughs> That's so close. It's good. And, and so coming up uh, on the 23rd of this month is another band out of, I think, Florida. It's, they're called Four, F-O-R-E, like the golf. Or like, you know, and their new album is called Skin. And I think this is, um, I think this may be their debut LP. I think that is. So this one I did get a graphic for just because. Guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I wanted to save anybody from having to search that thing because if sleep search is not on, wow. Which is weird because when you look at the cover, like the more I'm like, it, the more you're like, what is this going I'm like on? both my dad and myself at the same time right now looking at this. There's a part of me that's like giggling like a little schoolgirl, and the other part of me is like, can we just please grow up? <laughs> so, um, I, I and the answer is no. Yeah. So I. <laughs> so I was mistaken. It is their sophomore LP. Now the mm -hmm. big difference is uh, they've lost one of their members, so it's now a trio. You wouldn't know it though, and um, and there's not a lot of overdubbing and guitars, but it still sounds really full. What they do is they play this like very melodic punk, skate punk kind of sound, but the the vocal delivery is makes me think of think of like Rush or some type of like. 70s dirty southern rock there's a cadence and a sound to his voice um which is just it's just something interesting about it um and i don't really want to get too far into it but they do have um uh, at least one song two songs now uh available uh that you can stream and i think it's streaming on spotify also at their band camp and so i i check it out i've been listening to it um i have good things to say i think I've been listening to the, the album for a while. If I had to say one thing about it that I'm kind of will talk about more in the review, and this is the same thing that Rancid got, maybe they could have shaved a song or two off and made it a little bit more concise. It's a, but it's still good. The song is still good. They say really, four, four skin. Four could have shaved a little more off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended, but now they said it. Maybe. All right, guys, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> so um that's about all uh, all i've got to talk about today the uh i think we wanted to close out um our part of this with uh first off with just uh what's coming up for some gigs that we're going to have uh, some members at uh, i personally coming up next friday at the golden bowl in oakland california uh, and then going to be going to the uh, guilty party show, which is going to see two-thirds of its members, so it's three people in the band. It's got uh, two of the members of Toy Guitar uh, and and uh, one of the guys from Bracket. Uh, and two of them are going to be moving up to Seattle. So even though they're going to still be recording, this is going to be like the last live show for a while with the band. Uh, included are in to perform are going to be Pity Party, also from the area. Um, Jenny Cotterill from uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop will be performing. Cadence Miles will be there. I'm going to be taking photos and just hanging, hanging out and having fun. So if you are in the Bay Area, I hope to see you there. And, uh, Dan? Uh, so the week after next, uh, 22nd, I believe it is, Cat uh, Bites playing in Durham, North Carolina. I'm going to go check out Catbite. I'm a big Scott fan myself. So, and Catbite, in my opinion, is the future of Scott. Um, so, uh, they're going to play at a little place called the Pine Hook, I believe it's called. Um, Pine Hook, Pine Hook, yeah. Pine Hook, Pine Hook. Yeah. I, I've never been to Durham, so this, this will be new. Um, and uh, I lined up a little like video interview to do with them. I've got first time doing a video interview, so we'll see how that goes. Um, and then I'm also going to interview the opening band, um, which is called Dollar Signs. I believe they're from the Charlotte area. They're kind of like a poppy punk band that sings know, songs kind of like Blink-182 about like relationships and girlfriends and not having a job and 
girlfriend's dumping you and the songs are pretty hilarious they're they're I never heard of them before, and I saw their opening band. I started checking out some of their music, and they're pretty hilarious. Their, their songs are, are pretty funny, and they actually have a, like a, they're a punk band, but they actually have a keyboard and a guy who plays trumpet also. So they kind of have a, a little bit of a, of a ska mix to them, but I would say they're more like a kind of a poppy punk sound to them. But I'm, I'm actually pretty excited to see them. Good. All right. Well, that's uh, for the time being. That's all we're doing. This is actually going to be. This is going to be my first show. I don't know if Danny has other shows since then, right? Since the pandemic. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah I've been to. Uh, actually, this will be only like my second and third show since the pandemic. So, so I'm I'm really excited because this will be my first show since the pandemic started, except for when Laura Jane Grace and Brendan Kelly played at the like the uh, total landscaping in Philadelphia, the place oh. where Rudy Giuliani had his press conference. Yeah. The Four Seasons Total Landscape. I forgot they did that. Yeah. That's right. Like, because he was supposed to be booked at the Four Seasons instead, he shows yeah. up like this. Like, so I went to oh, that show. And that was great. So, um, so this is my first show in like two years, but I'm really excited. Uh, and I hope to see a lot of people there. None of you, because I think you have to go too far for it. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a hike. Yeah, it's a bit of a hike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I- yeah, so I wanted to uh, to end our part with the, uh, as I mentioned last time, we do a, uh, a weekly Spotify playlist where we're every week, uh, a certain amount of TGFM's contributors pick a song that has been released in the past four weeks and any song from whatever they want. And we add it onto the playlist each week of the year. So it's growing and growing with kind of like our our sense of what we're listening to and what we have been listening to. And I'd like to, if you'd like to, you don't have to invite you to submit your own to add on to our list this week. I'm down. Okay, I'm in. Uh, Eric, you go first because I got to look mine up. <laughs> okay, I'll say it slowly. <laughs> uh, so we um, we put out like a new release list um, every week, John does and he's he gets so many of them he breaks it into two um so i was kind of i I usually kind of poke through them and um spot listen to a few few from different bands every now and then and i really liked uh muddy ruckus they had a song called adeline off of vacation land which released recently um i think this week it was on this week's list i think um and it was it was one that i really Doug, um, can't speak too greatly to it because I've only listened to it a couple times, but really it hit me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that works. <laughs> that was my new, and then as far as old ones, um, I just recently picked up the a vinyl of um, Lagwagon's Double Platinum, and so making friends. Ah, and then knowing that we were gonna be talking about Lagwagon, I was like, hey, it's good timing, yeah. <laughs> Um, Always making friends with the surgeon. What do we got, Ben? Okay, so uh, my one from like any time is so, first of all, I should say, like, I know this is a punk rock podcast and I'm one of the co hosts, but punk is like not my main sort of avenue of music. I, as, as Eric and I have talked about it at length over episode after episode, it's like, Punk is an attitude for me. I love the music, but I live by the attitude, and my tastes are very wide. So every every once in a while, a punk band or a song will kind of cross my path, but it's not something I'm actively pursuing all the time. So recently, I found out about a band called Brutus. I don't know if you know about Brutus. Uh, I have heard of uh, yeah. Sorry? I've heard of them, but that's yeah. Uh, there's a song called Drive that I got really, really into. Uh, female vocalist, really driving music, uh, quite intense, but it has like a like some solid songwriting to it. Like the lyrics mean something. It's really, really well done. So I suggest Drive by Brutus for one. And uh, for my new one, I'm going to kind of cheat. My band put out uh, a second EP just a couple weeks ago. Yes, this so is awesome. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you my favorite song uh on the album 
uh, is uh, on the newest release is Endless Run. Um, although Resilience is like doing quite well. Uh, and I love that song too, but Endless Run is my favorite song. So, that's okay. Me. Yeah, that's us. Yep. So, so, you're, so you're gonna go with Endless Run? I'm gonna go with Endless Run, yeah. Resilience is already getting some play, so I wanna see what Endless Run can do once it gets into the, the punk rock crowd. Every listener, we're gonna use Endless Run, but you really should listen to the whole album. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough, thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. No, that's great, because like, hey, it's, the logo is on our website, it's on everything. We're punk, punk adjacent, and everything else. And that just means Perfect. we've pretty much put in whatever we want to listen to. <laughs> right. That's punk in itself. That's kind yeah. of yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's exactly so, what we are, really. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Punk is, like, punk is a keyword that I hope that gets picked up by the search engines. But we'll, we put in. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> That's about when they shut down the search engines. I would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is getting like, riled up. Uh, we got to get him out of here. <laughs> All the Google guys are like, turn it off, turn it off, put the switch. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on, talk news. This hey. was good time. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you guys. And, yeah, it's uh, been great. Keep, keep doing the, the hard work of uh, finding great music for me to listen to. Yeah, right. Hey. <laughs> I really appreciate it. That's, that's really what it's all about. And also, you know, besides listening to the whole album, people, if you really, really want to join in as a volunteer, because none of us get paid, but want to hear free music before it comes out, look us up on that'sgoodenoughforme.com because we're always in the need for more reviewers and more people. So That's a hell of a sell. Yeah, we have, I have so much, Dan can attest, we have so many promos that just slip by the wayside because we right. just don't have enough people or enough time to do it. I like writing, but I'm not, I can't, Writing reviews is like a different skill set, and I struggle. Mm. I don't know if I, I also don't have enough adjectives or what. Like I just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't have any any writing experience or skills, but you know, I just I just say what I feel, and then Jeff tells me what I'm doing wrong and fixes it. So. Oh. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Having it Basically, like I rewrite his entire review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, Dan's great. Dan's great. All my reviews. It's like, hey, awesome. I liked that one. Why does it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they're they're all great, and it's great. It's like we, you know, we really. I mean, everyone who comes here, we don't. We do it because we love music and we love the scene. And there are certain perks involved, like getting into shows and things like that and interviewing bands we love and hearing promos before they come out. Um, and it's, it's, it's just a lot of fun. Like, you know, I've been doing it now. I did it at Punk News for four years and then I started this in 2020. I just, I just do it because it's fun. I, yeah. So. Well, I'm thinking about it right now. Uh, I used to do comic book reviews back in the day. I had this guy who was like kind enough to let me just basically write short essays on philosophy that were connected to a comic book I was reading. Nice. And it was a lot of fun. Um, and I've definitely learned how to, uh, I've learned the value of an economy of words now. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't ramble quite so much. Right. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely, we'll be in touch. Hey, that'd be great. I might have some yeah. thoughts. Yeah, yeah. sounds great. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, cool. I got to go cook dinner for my family because it's it's dinner time here now. It's almost bedtime here. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this past I put my daughter in for bed tonight. So. <laughs> All, All right. right. I just have one one thing to add before uh, before we wrap it up. Uh, Mute Sounds is going to go on tour in three weeks. Three weeks. Uh, uh, most of the cities yeah. in in uh, Ontario worth hitting. No disrespect to anybody else. It sounded a little disrespectful to everybody else. It sounded a little disrespectful to everybody else. Whatever, they'll get over it. Uh, yeah, we're going to be in uh, Ottawa, Hamilton, Guelph, London, uh, Sudbury. Um, there's a couple places I'm missing, and uh, Toronto as always. Um, so Skipping yeah, if you're in Ontario and you're interested, uh, make a trip. It'll be worth it. Awesome. Well, good luck on tour. Listen to the EP and go to the show. Yes, and listen to the whole album. Yes, the whole album. <laughs> All right. Resilience. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. 
Thanks I'm so really much. bad at advertising. Have you have noticed? Yeah, it's yeah. hard. It's easy for everybody, like to do it for everybody else. It's hard to do it. Right, for that's true. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Right. I'm gonna hit. Thank that you very part. much. All right, thank you. See you guys soon. Hey, you made it through an entire episode. Good for you. If you're looking for more, give the rest of the channel a look, and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll catch you fuckers next time. Later. Muxbow.